This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 59. Today, we're talking about how healthcare leaders can find or create stability in a world of crisis and chaos. Stay tuned. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking, the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Hi, everyone. It's Michelle. And Tracy. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic. Yes, another year of podcasting. A whole year. Can you believe it? I know. We just had our year anniversary this month in August. Yes. Yes. Yay! (laughs) Yay us. (laughs) And we have some pretty exciting news to share. We were notified uh, just about a week ago that Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast was ranked by Feedspot as number 38 in 55 healthcare leadership podcasts. So. Yay, yay, yay. Yeah, 38 out of the top 55. That's pretty darn good for a year. Yeah, that I'll is. I'll take that. Yep. So as you know, so, Tracy, I like to celebrate. So we did a little celebrating. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you, right, to our listeners. So thanks for for supporting us and uh, learning with us and sharing our podcast with your peers and friends and family and whoever else you share it with. Absolutely. And we also have other celebration news in that uh, Missing Logic was contacted by Advancements TV with Ted Danson, and they are going to be showcasing Missing Logic in a segment coming up about healthcare, uh, healthcare leadership um, methodologies. And we're going to be featured and that will be coming up fourth quarter. And we're just really excited to share our work on healthcare leadership. Yeah, yeah. And they really sought us out because they focus on companies that are doing innovative things. So, yes, it's great to be recognized as, you know, contributing, uh, you know, innovative services and ways of thinking to the healthcare industry. So it's really exciting. Can't wait. (laughs) Either can I. Yeah. So today on our episode. We're going to talk about the world of crisis and chaos and stability and change in the midst of all of that. (laughs) And this is actually a topic that we covered in um, a webinar we did back in May. And we had such great feedback and engagement from people that we thought we'd share some of that content here with, uh, with our listeners on the podcast. So 
So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So this is geared, as you know, towards healthcare leaders. And, um, you know, we all have been experiencing a significant amount of change in pretty much everything, change in how, where, and if we work, change in our procedures and processes, change in resources, change in how we engage with team members, changes in how we communicate, changes in how we engage with families and patients. It just goes on and on. And not only professionally, we have uh, really experienced personal change, right? And how we socialize, how we interact with others, change in how we dress, how we communicate, how we shop, how our children are educated and how they socialize and what activities they're engaged in. So we know that change has been absolutely everywhere. And the challenge with that is when undergoing that much change, it's difficult to get your bearings, right? Because you just can't even, you can't even get that footing underneath of you, right? It's hard to find anything that's stable in your life or to even create some stability to anchor yourself to. And you just feel shoved around by the multiple currents of change. You start to feel adrift. And it's like being in a boat without a rudder, right? And going wherever the current takes you. It's just like, okay, now we're going here. Now we're going there. And you may or may not be aware that there is a unique combination of strategies that when leveraged together can help you find or create stability and leverage it along with the changes that you're experiencing. And, uh, These three components are components of the dynamic balance effect framework that we leverage to help healthcare leaders develop balance and resilience in in their work and personal lives. And so on today's podcast, we're going to be exploring the components of values, managing the tension between stability and change, and goal setting. Yeah. And we're going to start with stability and change because there is so much change You know, it just feels like a problem you have to solve, right? I mean, people are just kind of over it. (laughs) How much change they've had to experience in their personal life, their work lives. Um, But it's not a problem that you can solve, right? And what you're experiencing really is the loss of stability. And that's why we want to talk about that today. And stability and change, as you know, are interdependent pair of values. Uh, We need both if we want to achieve that greater outcome. And we've done an episode on this before. It's episode number 42. So we did a deep dive into this. So I, we highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode because we're just going to kind of skim the surface on it here in this um, particular episode. But this is just a significant ongoing polarity that we all have to manage. And um, while the amount of change will lessen over time, um, change will never fully disappear. This is going to be here forever. Um, The kinds of change you experience, how much you experience fluctuates, but you always are going to be experiencing change. So it's essential that you create strategies for strengthening or maintaining the stability at work and home to kind of counterbalance all the change that you're experiencing. And that tension between the two of those, really, it's kind of like a bow and arrow, right? And in order to hit that target, you have to leverage the tension in the bow to move the arrow forward. And, you know, the farther you want that arrow to go, the more tension you need to leverage, right? And instead of letting the tension weigh you down, you want to leverage it, actually use that tension for your benefit, right? And to to get to that place that you wanted, that greater purpose, that, you know, the reason why you need um, stability and change in your life. 
So um, you have to aim at the target that you want. So you got to know why you want to manage this tension, what it is that you really want. And and then you want to aim towards that and leverage attention to get there. So, you know, just imagine, right? If you could actually begin to thrive during this time and not just survive it. Wouldn't that be powerful? Yes, it would. I mean, thriving during this time would just be, like you said, Tracy, just so powerful. So to increase the positive energy or tension between stability and change, it requires that you experience the positive outcomes of both, okay? Not just occasionally, but the majority of the time you're living in that really good space, right? And it's in the midst of change that you're experiencing the positives, innovation, improvements, flexibility, and growth, and very little of the downside of excessive change. And those things feel like chaos, feeling unsafe, compromised traditions, feeling like you are in a free fall with no gravity. And until the pandemic, it's probably safe to say we haven't experienced this much change in our entire lifetime. I know Uh, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the kind of change that it's impacting everyone in the country, everyone in the world. So just pause and think of it. You know, you just think about the significance of it. It's just profound. But most of us have experienced significant changes at other times in our lives. And what we have found is you can draw from previous experiences with extensive change in your past and really kind of reflect on, well, how can those serve me right now? What do those teach me that can help me right now? Yeah, I think that's a great point, Michelle, you know, because while you're right, we haven't experienced this extensive amount of change. We've all been through big changes, right? And I can think of a time for me when I went through a significant change um, in my life and that was when I got married. Now, you know, anybody who's had a wedding will be able to relate to the chaos <laughs> that can escalate when a wedding gets planned, right? You've been experiencing that with your future daughter-in-law, right? Like just trying to get through a wedding. But, you know, it's also emotional challenges and like they even had a show, Bridezilla, right? Like it can get way off the rails. <laughs> so, you know, here I am, a young woman, I'm planning my wedding and not only becoming a wife, but a mother to two stepchildren after being a single parent myself for 11 years and helping my son navigate his emotions and feelings about sharing me with a man and two other children. And we were selling two homes in different cities ourselves. So for sale by owner, don't, I have no idea what we were thinking. (laughs) And buying a third home in another city and moving, and getting all the children enrolled in new schools. Talk about extensive change and chaos. That was like one of the most significant times in my life where I experienced excessive and extensive change, right? Yeah, well, I get stressed just listening to you. I I can't believe I survived that. (laughs) There was a lot of stress, not just on me, but on all of us, right? So it's not surprising, right? I find myself one day after conducting an open house, because yes, selling by owner, right? At my home, having just this mini meltdown, like all the way with ugly crying. Like it was not, it was not good, right? And, you know, it was like, I wanted what came 
with all the changes that were occurring, right? I wanted to marry my soulmate, to have this family, right? I love these children. I wanted this new house. I wanted it all. But it felt like things were swirling way out of control. And I needed to get some stability, something to ground me before the, the wheels came off, right? But in, I, as I think back on it, it's probably one of the times when I was recognizing the loss of stability, right? Recognizing that I needed some balance here, some counterbalance to all the changes that were happening. And it's probably actually the first time that I applied a lot of the things that we're going to talk about tonight without even really knowing I was doing it. I just knew it was what I needed to have, right? Yeah, so I'm sure the listeners are out there looking forward to what you learned through that amazing experience. <laughs> oh, just a couple things. <laughs> just a couple things. And 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 one you know one of the things that we know anchors us that we know is very very helpful are our values. Oh yeah. And our values, you know, they really anchor us. You know, they 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 center us. They guide decision making, and they really represent what matters most to you. They're your anchor in that storm. They're, they're your anchor through massive change. And Dalai Lama said, "Open your arms to change, but don't let go of your values." And so it can be extremely helpful. And another great quote comes from Roy Disney, and he said, "When your values are clear to you, making decisions become easier." So it's such a lesson to us right now while we're going through this massive change that it's an opportune time to reflect on values, reevaluate, recommit, realign. And I'm sure that came up for you, Tracy, in your story. Yeah, actually, that's so true, right? It, it is it, it is the thing that kind of helps you get clear, right? Uh, what do we need to do next? And what's the right decision to be making in these situations? And so for us, when I was going through all the change and I got married, the one thing that grounded us in our decision-making were our values and the things that really, we just always stopped and said, okay, what really matters? What really matters right now at this point in time? Because what matters a year from now may not be the same thing as what's mattering to us in this situation, right? And just, you know, getting clear on that and being on the same page really guided all our decisions. And the first thing was family you know, and just connecting, building relationships and creating that identity as a family. That was like at the core, the heart of everything we were doing and the decisions we were making. And and then the other thing was because we were all coming from different places, we were blending a family. Um, we all had different needs, right? And we didn't want to force anything. Respect was really important respecting everybody's need for privacy. So while we were trying to come together, we also wanted to respect the fact that some people would need to disconnect at times and to separate out and to have individual time and space, right, for, for their own mental health. <laughs> and everybody was on their own journey, right, with unique needs and feelings. And so that was the other thing that really kind of helped us is kind of that, that combination of things guided a lot of what we decided to do or not do. It was very helpful. Yeah, that's, that's a great example. Um, and so, again, at a time like this, you know, re-exploring and re-clarifying uh, your values can be extremely important. And just to share a few tips that might help you with that, um, and, uh, we're going to share with you seven criteria to clarify your values. And this is adapted from, uh, from Lewis Rath and the theory of values clarification. And just 
be thinking about your values and how this can really make a difference. So what he says is just choosing freely. You have to really think that no one can force you into a value. So it's very personal and you can choose freely what your values are. The second is choosing from alternatives. So to get clear on your values, think about the alternatives. Think about the consequences if you choose that value and be aware of the options because that can really help clarify what is and what is not a value to you. Three is choosing after thoughtful consideration. And um, avoid a reactive choice when it comes to your values. Be thoughtful. You know, put a pause on it. Think about your value. Uh, Number four is prizing and cherishing. Because you really want to be happy with your choice when it comes to your value. Does it make you feel good? Because it's so aligned to you and who you are. And it's really meaningful to you. Um, Number five is affirming. Sometimes it's really helpful to be clear in your values just by affirming it with yourself, but out loud, intentionally share with people what your values are. It's very powerful. And six is acting upon. So it's easy to clarify your values when, you know, are you walking the talk um, of the value? That really can help clarify it. And um, seven is repeating. You really know a value when you're consistent, right? It consistently shows up in your life. You're demonstrating the value with pattern and repetition. So those are some tips on how to really clarify your values during this time of significant change. Those are so powerful, really, you know. It is it is a great time to realign and reaffirm and, you know, this is a great guideline for that. So, thanks for sharing that, Michelle. Mhm. Hey, it's Tracy. We're going to get right back to the episode in just a second. But first, you may or may not know that we've created a work-life balance bootcamp to help healthcare leaders just like you find joy, live with intention, and make a difference at work and at home. In the bootcamp, we will help you create your own work-life balance blueprint so you can manage the tension between work and home effortlessly and easily. To find out when the door is open, simply go to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash event and sign up on the wait list. Now let's get back to the episode. So another action step to find stability in the midst of this change and to manage the tension, right, between the stability and change is to reevaluate your goals as well. So in addition to kind of managing the tension and getting clear on your values to give you an anchor, you can actually set goals during this time. I think some people think you shouldn't do that, but really you can prioritize what's immediate and most important and readjust your goals. And so for us in the midst of all that change, you know, um, one one of our goals was to have a new home, right? To start fresh. We had two other homes, but they had histories in them and it wasn't our history. And, uh, and we wanted enough space for everybody to be together and yet be separate, right? To go along with that value that we have for respecting privacy and individuality. And, and then um, the other thing was schedules for consistency. So we decided we needed to synchronize visits. We had other parents, right? Our kids were going off to, to their other parents' homes and, you know, just synchronizing those weekends so that we did have family time together. And we were kind of coordinated around that. So that was another kind of goal for us was to have uh, synchronized visits. And then the other was just routines and activities that's, you know, that supported relationship building 
so that we set some goals to do some things together so that we could develop a relationship with each other and become that family, right? Which was so important to us as a value. Right. Now, before COVID, you may have had some significant goals and plans for this year as well. You know, maybe you had personal goals, maybe you had professional goals, like finishing your degree, um, face-to-face team meetings, family vacations, college visits with your kids. And the first step may be to let go and grieve what may not happen this year. And even what has already happened this year, right, Tracy? Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I know there's a ton of people, right? Very disappointed about some of the things that didn't occur. Look at all the graduations that didn't actually happen, right? The way that you want it to happen. For me as a PhD student, right? I'm in the midst of my dissertation. I'm trying to launch a a, a survey and do my research and the hospital is not the place to be doing that thing right now, right? Like they're, that's not what there's on their mind. So that's delaying my project and my trajectory and my goal to be done by the end of the year, you know, so that's probably not going to happen. So I had to kind of let go of that, right. And just kind of go with the flow and trust the right things are happening. And my survey will be released at the right time. Yeah. You just gotta, you just have to go with it. Right. Yeah. And I know we also had um, plans to celebrate our milestone birthdays with another dear friend. And we, made plans and canceled them twice, twice, <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then we had to cancel a major family reunion that was supposed to happen this summer that only happens every three years. So it was really, really sad when we had to cancel that. So we just have to put it on hold until we can all come together on another day. Well, and then you just set different goals, right? And new goals and you look for alternatives and, You know, because when you have a goal and a path to the goal, it helps to eliminate the swirling and the chaos or the freezing, right? And we can get caught up in the change and not, you know, and just think that we can't ever set a goal, right? Like, why would I set a goal now? Everything's changing. Well, it is, but having a goal can create some stability, gives you some hope and something to work towards. And, um, you know, you can identify how you can continue to strive toward more long-term goals, um, maybe look for alternative options, right? Some alternative short-term goals. And even though you're long-term, you know, what was a short-term may now be a long-term goal. Um, you just kind of adjust that, right? Carve a new path, chunk it down, make it something doable right now, given your circumstances, but keep, it gives you the opportunity to keep moving forward. Right. And another thing you can do is just to keep your goals right in front of you, right? So you don't lose sight of them. And Tracy and I, we're big fans of Michael Hyatt's full focus planner process. Like, you know, we're, it, you know we bleed it now. <laughs> and, um, it's a process that you actually write down your annual goals, your quarterly goals, your weekly goals, your daily goals. And you're just always have them in front of you, but you're all, it also gives you the opportunity to, to course correct, like Tracy said, if needed. And, you know, we do have the agency to course correct. Just because we write a goal down doesn't mean we have to keep to it. We can reset our goals. And what we've also learned is it's not the achievement of the goal that really matters. It's the journey and who you become on the path. And there's so much learning that occurs. And when one door closes, another opens. And you know what we've learned, too? There may be something even better waiting for you. 
Yeah, I think so much of it is about your mindset around the goals, right? Like you, like I've got to achieve this goal, right? Like, no, you know, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. You're not in control of the life events, right? That's happening. So just to just give yourself permission, right? And if you need it, we're giving you permission right now. Like if you need somebody to give it to you, we're giving it to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just adjust, just, you know, be flexible during this time um but yet still have something you know that you're trying to strive towards and uh, it's it's helpful so a few teaching points before we close we'll kind of wrap up with a few points that we'd like you to walk away with one is that you probably already know when you reconnect with your values or what matters most and you use those as an anchor and manage that tension between the stability and change right? By leaning into the change and then creating some stability or recognizing um, those elements of stability, you begin to more easily adapt to the challenges and the changes. And you start to feel that sense of security and stability. But you will start or continue to feel a lack of focus or have difficulty prioritizing what actions to do, demonstrating progress, if you don't align those actions with current meaningful goals. Right. And when your actions to manage stability and change are flexible and constant and aligned with your current and meaningful goals, you begin to experience and sustain the positive outcomes of both stability and change. And you can feel a sense of progress, but you will end up drifting a bit off course and away from the things that matter most if you are not anchored or grounded by your values. That's so true. That's just so true. And, you know, you might already have noticed that when you have clearly defined goals in place and they're also aligned to those values of things that matter most, you'll be clear in your priorities, but you'll continue to experience that sense of chaos and overwhelm from the unintended consequences associated with consistent, constant change without stability. So all three of these really are necessary to move you forward, you know, towards that ability to thrive during this time, right? Instead of just surviving it. Exactly, exactly. So we have, um, we have three call to actions for you to, you know, reflect on this for yourself. And um, the one is to reflect on your life, both at work and at home, and write down what has remained stable for you in, um, you know, amongst all this change. Just identify it. Um, what has remained stable and to identify your top three values you know what are those top three values that can be your anchor right now and three reflect on your goals and set some new ones if necessary like Tracy said we give you permission just you can even wipe the whole thing clean and start all over if you want to (laughs) that's right go for it man why not right why not it's it's your life you decide right you decide so You know, it's just been great to be here with you again today. And we want to thank you for tuning in and uh, listening to this episode. And uh, we will see you next time on Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. Till then, stay safe, right? Stay healthy and stay strong. We'll see you next time. Thanks as always for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. You can find show notes and links at our website, missinglogic.com forward slash new dash podcast. 
If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions at the end of the show notes. We'd also love to hear and answer your questions. So if you have some questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com. And we may include your question in a future episode. 